We are back with another exciting episode of Those Down Comic Book Guys. Sorry we didn't make a we didn't have an episode for you last week. That is on me. That was on me this time around. That is definitely on me. <laughs> hey man, you know we 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 said it before and we brought it back. We're busier than we were last time. When we first the first run of the show five years ago, we it wasn't so much that we had all the time in the world. Our schedules were easier to navigate. But me and Fresh, me and Fresh also did we didn't live together yet when we started the podcast. But it was easier to link up and do the show because it was the only thing we really had to like build on our own. But now it's life, man. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot moving around out here, man. Yeah, yeah. and she held, we record this episode. We're in two different cities, so <laughs> you know. Before, if we we would do it, even the last, the last few episodes, we just we would be in the same city, just not not living together. But I, I mean, I'm like three hours away from Fresh right now. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know Texas, that's not that far. So that's not that. Yeah, it's really not. It's just the next town over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if this was like New York or something, yeah, that I mean, that's three other states. But in Texas, More than likely. We're from Central Texas too, so everything is like three or four hours away from us. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's another great episode. Um, so we have a lot to talk about. Um, the group we have a those damn combo guys group on Facebook. Join, just don't go in there being crazy and being tro- trolling. We will check you exactly. Um, it the the birth of this podcast came from Facebook, which is ironic because I hate Facebook. Like I hate hate Facebook. Unfortunately, it's one of the top three social media sites, so we do have to get on there and engage. But um, our group at one point in time, and I think I will assume most groups were really, really popping, but ours is kind of, it, 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 maybe once a week something, somebody says something of worth value. But, yeah, I think as the momentum of uh, the comic book genre in film and television kind of dies down, the groups all around just kind of like, Mellowed out. I will say I've 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 missed something that I didn't realize was out until my oldest son told me. I am Groot. It's, it's been out. It's been out for like two weeks. Oh, the shorts. Yeah. I, yeah, I knew. I just haven't watched them. Yeah, I've, I didn't. I didn't know, and I should because you know, once again, Marvel is still in that place of you have to watch everything just so it connects. But you know, they're only like five minutes. But um, yeah. I do need to watch those. Um, I also wonder, how much is Vin Diesel getting paid for these? Like, shit. Good question. But, um, yeah, it's been, since we last talked, you know, Warner Brothers is still trying to get their shit together. Um, so, to re- to update you all on that, Ezra Miller apologized. You said you have the apology, right? Yeah, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Let me Ezra Miller is, is, is the Flash in the movie versions DC movies, um, and the upcoming Flash movie he stars in. Yeah, he's been on a worldwide tour of... Fuck shit. Men- <laughs> that, I was going to say menacing, but that's a better way to say it. <laughs> uh, Ezra Miller says, and I quote, Having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people ask, is their apology, because I believe Ezra Miller identifies as non-binary and his pronouns are they and them, I want nobody to try to come for come for us and cancel us and say you're ignoring his pronouns. I was gonna say his pronouns are batshit and crazy, but go off. <laughs> but I think like the, the the what I've been seeing online is people are asking is it genuine or not, and at this point I don't think anybody really cares. I think people all realize that yo DC had to have a conversation with him. Warner Brothers Discovery had to have a conversation with him. Like yo. We were planning on putting this movie out, and we cannot do it if you are going to continue running around and being on fuck shit, as Confucius said. Like, because we're going to need you on a press tour. We're going to need the star of the movie at some point on this press tour, and we can't do that if like you're going to continue to draw attention away from the film. You got to, we got to do something. And you got to apologize. You got to make a statement. Um, 
what's weird to me is that some of his allegations against him are pretty serious. Like, outside of the physical physical assault of just random people in places he ends up at, there's allegations of him like dealing with underage children, like like grooming like p- kids that just became teenagers, and that's pretty serious. Yeah. Um, like this, it's not like one of those like, oh, he's just out here, you know, drunk walking down Hollywood Boulevard. Like this, Ezra Miller got some pretty serious shit against him. Um, so I think, like you said, Warner Brothers probably just pulled him to the side. Like, look, man, we don't want to cancel this movie. We've already canceled Bad Girl, and we're getting our asses chewed up behind it. Um, like, like, please say something, because regardless of how the movie is uh, uh, put out, he there has to be promotion for it. They can't just throw it out there or you know see, see what happens. Now, granted, I wouldn't be surprised if it just ends up on HBO Max, but there still has to be some type of promotion for it. Definitely does. And so, with that being said, how do you promote a film if the main star is somebody who is you don't trust behavioral wise? Um, and it's, it, once again, since the allegation is so serious, it might not be the best idea to put him in front of people. Uh, I, I mean, and I'll say I more than likely misspoke saying at some point he's going to have to be on the press run. But I do feel like they had they did this because they're like, yo, we are planning on putting this movie out. And we kind of like you said, at this point, we kind of have to do it because they chewing our asses up about canceling Batgirl. We can't not cancel this. Yeah, exactly. Um, but how do you put how do you put him on a press tour? Because I don't give a fuck how much money you have, how much power you have. It's only so far you can go with getting by telling you know the press. Don't ask him about his allegations. Somebody's gonna ask. Yeah, and then it becomes, and regardless if they ask him something about his allegations or not, he still his allegations and everything he's done still kind of becomes the center of the press run because it's like, oh well, Warner Brothers Discovery is, is, is silencing people on on what to ask them. They're screening the questions. You can't ask this and you can't ask that. Like, what can we ask? And so now he still becomes the center point of the press run and not in a good way. I know that there's probably, like, Marvel or Disney has probably told reporters back when Robert Downey Jr. was still in these movies, like, don't ask him, like, personal questions. He's here to talk about. (laughs) Until that one reporter. (laughs) Yeah, that one reporter tried it and Robert Downey Jr. walked out on his ass. But... That's a fair. That's a fair thing to say to Robert Downey Jr. because Robert Downey Jr. doesn't do anything anymore. Yeah, in the nineties, you know, Robert Downey Jr. was out there. He was yeah, post- this was he was twenty post- some years. Yeah, twenty some years removed, and now like things are. He's recovered and he's you got know, his family. And- stuff, yeah, and now you want to bring this up, like, yeah, I'm sure Disney and Marvel like sent that out, like, yo, just stay stay away from that. Yeah, like, that's not what the focus is when it comes to Robert Downey Jr. Now, like I said, that's fair because he's not doing anything. You know. But Ezra Miller, this shit just happened. So, yeah, you're not going to be able to silence every reporter and tell them, like, yeah, man, we're not doing that. Somebody's going to ask. Um, somebody's willing to, you know what, be like, fuck it. I feel like I have a journalistic uh, a journalistic integrity, uh, integrity or... and obligation to ask these questions because nobody's asking me. See, Robert Dye Jr. can say, bro, I've had all these questions already. Like, I dealt with all this in the 90s, early 2000s when I was trying to get my shit together, so... That's kind of how he was in that one interview when that dude tried to ask him about you know his relationship with his dad and drugs. And Robert Downey Jr. was like, uh, "Wait a minute now, <laughs> <laughs> I've been down. I've seen this movie. I've been exactly. down this road. Like, I know. I'm not doing this again. Yeah, I already know what you're trying to do. But I'm here to talk about Age of Ultron. Like I'm literally here. There's literally a poster behind me with Age of Ultron. Um, but yeah, Ezra Miller, you never he's never been asked this question before. He's relatively a new actor. So, um, yeah, no, I. Yeah, it's gonna. I don't because I know that the three options were to release it in a limited run and throw it on HBO Max. One was to not put him on the press tour or press run. And three was to cancel it. And I saw, I said, they're not going to cancel it. I said, but they're getting their ass chewed up behind Bad Girl. Rightfully so. They shouldn't have fucking canceled Bad Girl. Um, and it's just, I get trying to clean house and uh, revamp your image and, and get shit together. But no, nah, you can't cancel Flash. No, nah, you can't, especially if this is... Look, what it looks like it, they're leaning toward being the centerpiece or at least what jump starts this new universe for them. Yeah. You can't cancel it. You just can't cancel it. And we've been expecting this for like the last four years. No, bro, you can't cancel this. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I went through like three director changes, finally got the, a good writer. Like, y'all can't. You had went from Keaton to now back to Batfleck. Like, no, you can't. I think they know, like, we can't cancel this one. Like we've been, Like, we've been saying. So they got to figure out something. I I wouldn't be mad at the limited run and then releasing it on HBO Max. 
I'm definitely not mad at keeping him off the press run, man. Like, yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a feeding frenzy. If he's. The point of the press run is to draw attention to the movie. Like I said, regardless of what he says about the movie, he'll be the centerpiece of the press run, and not in a good way. Every like you said, somebody's gonna somebody's going to ask. And that, and that's a, honestly being nice about it. I think, like I said, it's gonna be a fucking feeding frenzy. As soon as he steps foot on somewhere in front of reporters, they're all gonna start asking him. And Whether it's, it be no, radio, TV, red carpet, somebody's gonna ask something. Especially if it's like one of those, you know, uh, promotional runs or promotional uh, press junkets where it's like, you know, twenty reporters in the room, they're gonna they're gonna go off. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take one person to ask one question, they're all gonna start asking because their their whole thing is about they can't cancel they can't cancel all of us from this meeting, so fuck it. <laughs> and it's gonna be and, and, and I'm gonna feel bad for the co-stars of the movie because they're gonna be like, damn, we can't get no flash questions. Like this motherfucker's getting all the crazy questions. So nah, I don't. I think if they just he can't go on the run. No matter, even if he become, goes to rehab between now and when the movie comes out, and you know becomes extremely apologetic, contrite, it's just it's, it's, he can't because they, these nobody's asked me these questions yet. Like I said, it, it's different. Robert Downey Jr. Because Robert Downey Jr. did this shit twenty years, twenty thirty years ago, and you know he's clearly answered all the questions, been through you know everything. Mm-hmm. Adam Adam ain't been through shit yet. Nobody has said anything to him. Like that statement that you read was the first time anybody's heard from him since all these allegations have come out. So no, exactly. So there's no way. There's no fucking way. Yeah. So the press that makes the press eager to ask a question. So you just you can't. And I think Warner Brothers Discovery DC know like we cannot put this guy on a press. No. We can't send him. We cannot send him out there because, like I said, whether it's radio, TV, um, like you said, if he's at like a press junket where it's twenty fifty different. Um, reporters asking questions like nah you can't they, somebody's gonna ask something it's only gonna take one question to be asked and then him to try to attempt to answer that and then, then they're gonna be like oh this is what we doing yeah I, 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 we all got questions then facts everybody hang on fly up <laughs> and they might try to do that you know, like question related to the flash They're like man fuck out of here this is the first time we've seen like, this motherfucker we, we get these questions off Affleck will get to you later wait <laughs> exactly <laughs> Man, I mean, granted, Ezra Miller probably is not too upset about not having to do press because most actors don't do press. Um, Jonah Hill announced that he's going to stop doing promotions for his movies because it gives him anxiety attacks. Um, but, no, nah, there's, there's no way. And what's even crazier is that even if they don't put him out there, there's still going to be questions about it. Because imagine you're, um, like I said, a Ben Affleck or a Michael Keaton, or what's the name that plays Supergirl in, on, on the press junket, and... Yes, you know, you're going to get to, you know, how does it feel to be in the movie and what does your character do? And then obviously it's going to be, how do you feel about Ezra Miller and his actions? So there's no way you can get around what he's doing. Somebody's going to ask something. So do you do a press run at all for the movie? Because like you said, you have to promote this some way. And most most movies have a press run. People yeah. are on a press run. So how do you just throw the trailer? You just get the trailer together and throw the trailers out there and throw the TV spots out there to promote the movie with no press run? Like... Cause I didn't even think of that, but you're right. Somebody's going to ask something yeah. to, to a co-star, no matter who it is. So how do you, how do you react to that? Ben Affleck, I'm sure, knows how to navigate that. Being Ben Affleck and being in the industry x amount of years, but everybody else, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. Like if you put Kiersey Clemens out there to do it, like. I'm sure she'll be advised on what to say and how to navigate it, but you occasionally might slip up. And once you slip up on one question, the rest of them just going to come tumbling down like a snowball. Yeah, I know. I just imagine that all of them, I mean, like I said, Affleck and Keaton probably don't have to go through it because they've you know been in the industry so long, but I'm pretty sure a lot of the, you know, the younger co-stars might have to go through, a, uh, what is it, some a PR training. Yeah, be like one brothers in Discovery is gonna be like, hey, look, these, they're gonna ask you about Ezra. Just get out of it as fast as you can. Like, just say like, hey, we so he's our coast. He's the star of this movie, and we're here to support the Flash and keep it moving because they're gonna ask you. <laughs> There's nothing. Unfortunately, his antics are bigger than the movie at this point. There's no way you can get around it. Which is, which once again, how do you promote that? I don't know, bro. I don't. I. Th- I th- <laughs> Because, like I said, if, if, if I say, okay, they just sent it to HBO Max. Here's the thing. I think the reason why they're so gung-ho on holding on to it, as opposed to a bad girl, is because, and you, I think you've said this numerous times, you said it over the years since they first announced this movie, especially that it was going to be Flashpoint, basically, that they're going to use that to reset everything. 
that is the movie they're going to use to reset the, whatever timeline they go forward with and explain why all the D, what DC's plan moving forward is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why they're so gung ho. So we got to keep this movie because this is going to explain why these movies are going in the direction that they are. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a whole, whole bunch of reshoots going on <laughs> to match. I'm sure there. I'm sure there are. It was reshoots for uh for Batgirl because Keaton was in it, and then they reshot it to put Ben Affleck in it, and then they still canceled it. But like still this. Canceled, yeah. But like this, you cannot do that because this, like you said, this explains it all. Moving everything, moving forward. This yeah. now, this now explains that they did back, they did reshoots to add Affleck in um, Aquaman. Aquaman, because it originally was supposed to come out before the Flash, but now it's yeah. coming out after after the Flash. So like, yeah, you 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 can't do away with the movie that's going to basically that's the centerpiece. This yeah. is what is jump starting it all. You can't. Get away, you can't get away from it. So I don't know how they promote this. I think they just you just throw the trailers out there, build the hype up, and then get your TV spots, and then you just limit to run and put that bitch on HBO Max, bro. Yeah, I mean, even then you still got to do it because you think about the movies, especially during like quarantine that came out. We're not doing quarantine, obviously. There was no press runs, but the, when the movies that did go straight to HBO Max, they still had a press run. It wasn't as you know big and obnoxious as the Marvel, like you know, as Infinity War or some, but that honestly, there's I don't I don't. This is why people get paid so much money because I do not see a way that you put out this movie and don't have anybody from the movie go out there and promote it. I'm saying, man, I just and you might get away with a more controlled environment, like you know how they do them, like YouTube clips, like what is it, like hot ones or mm-hmm. uh, you know little games games the co-stars be playing with each other. And you might get away with that, but live press runs, ugh, I don't know about those, bro. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough. That's tough to navigate. Like, how yeah, do you yeah. get away? How do you promote this, man? How do you put all of them on the press run? Like, who who don't you put on the press run? Do you just do the press run with Ben Affleck? That's which is fucked up because he's probably in the movie maybe five minutes. <laughs> like him and Michael Keaton aren't even like the stars of the movie. They're barely <laughs> in it probably, and they have to go carry the weight of the press. I'd be mad as fuck. I'm like, bro, I'm not even in the movie that long. Like, I I was but on like, set for like a week. What am I doing? <laughs> Like it, like and so I would feel bad for like a Kirstie Clemens because she's more than likely probably. I'm not gonna say she's not in it that much, but like she ain't the pivotal character of the movie. So to send her out there on a press run to carry the weight of the movie and uh I can't remember the young lady that plays Supergirl, but like to send them out there to carry the movie like you said like about Ben Affleck that's kind of that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and oh man. Man, I don't know, and I feel bad for the, like the, like I said, the younger co-stars, and it's like their f- huge, first big huge tentpole film, and yo, the goddamn uh, lead lead actor is out here acting an ass, and you got to answer oh, all those questions man. about it. Like I like I feel bad for them. I know they're like motherfucker, like like I, I like I said, I think this movie though is important because it explains the timeline going forward for DC, because any movie that involves time travel helps reset every damn thing, and then two, that's a good way for me getting rid of Ezra. Like he's not he's not gonna survive past this movie, um, so yeah I don't know it's, we'll we'll see it's gonna be an interesting few months because uh, Warner Brothers had that big thing at Comic Con that they did not mention Flash not once not at all man <laughs> not at all so we shall see what happens man I think they do a press run I just don't know how they do said press run <laughs> I just don't I don't know man I don't know I don't think I don't think Ben Affleck and, and Michael Keaton are going out there to be honest with you. Cause like if, I said, that's like having the Guardians of the Galaxy press run. You send Vin Diesel out there, like nigga, what? I'm not even in this movie like that. Or uh, fucking Bradley Cooper. You've never seen Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, or nothing like Guardians related. Imagine fucking Chris Pratt starts acting an ass and doing a bunch of fuck shit, and next thing you know, it's just Vin Diesel and Bradley Cooper out there doing press runs. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Granted, and they're in the movie longer than, <laughs> than probably Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck, but hey, nigga, no. Oh man, um. It's gonna be if I was if if I'm either of them I I think either of them, both of them are at uh, the point in their career where they can dictate whether they um, go out or not, and I'm sure they both look at it like mm, I'm not in this that long. I don't need to be in. I don't need to be in on the press run like that. Yeah. So, so I so I really feel like it's fucked up for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean we'll. We'll see how it plays out. Um, a little famished here, just trying to make sure I get me a drink. Do what you do, man. But uh, 
Motherfucker, you see me over here trying to ask for a goddamn drink. Uh, excuse me, excuse my language. <laughs> nigga ignorant, bro. It's ignorant. Nigga, just ignorant. Whatever. Um, moving on. It's it's the podcast. We can hear your ass. Thank you, my wonderful bartender. Pour me up a little bit of that fine cognac. Make me a banana cognac. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And I did it. Ain't no coke in there. I drank that this morning. Um, moving on. What else we got on the on the docket? Uh, do we want to talk about the action that went on in our group via? Yes. Via Facebook. Via Facebook. Yes. Somebody said that you don't know anything about comic books. Yeah, they always make that assumption. Is that's hilarious to me. So um, earlier, this was like last week, the week before last, last week, last, last week. week, sometime, sometime last week. Um, so a, g- a gentleman jumped in our uh, Facebook group, and I'm not gonna read the whole his whole caption because God, that was a long one. But he did the normal complaining about why do we have to race swap characters? Why? Why? Yes, keep them white. Why do we have to do that? If you're gonna do that, just make new characters. Why do we gotta continue to race swap characters? And I promptly responded, like, y'all really this hurt? Are y'all really this hurt about race swapping characters? And I honestly thought we were over and past this at this point in time. But clearly we are not. This gentleman is of the African American diaspora. (laughs) (laughs) So he says So he says but I just, uh, I, I basically went in and said, y'all, like, are you really hurt? Like, these characters aren't real. So, like, does their race really matter? And majority of these characters that are being race swapped or gender swapped, their gender or race, like, isn't a detriment to who that character is, unlike a Black Panther or a Storm or um, who else? Or a Falcon, like. Etc. Or a Black Lightning, etc. etc. Like these characters, those characters are black for a reason, and them being black makes their character who they are. It's detri- is a detriment to their character. Like T'Challa being white makes no fucking sense if you're the ruler of the only African nation to never be colonized. That makes no fucking sense for him to be white. So no, you wouldn't race swap uh, T'Challa. But and yeah, follow- we can race. We can race swap Steve Rogers. Don't nobody give a damn. And if all you out there like, oh, well, you know, what if they make Black Panther white? What are you going to do? I said, once again, like I love bringing up, they did in the Ultimates. Captain America was smooth Black Panther for like five issues. To the point even Wolverine had to call him out like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> so, but, like, make, but making Steve Rogers black or making, making Professor Xavier black, like it's not that big of a deal, especially considering uh, Professor Xavier is based off of Martin Luther King Jr. So him being black shouldn't really be an issue for any damn body. Um, somebody made a point. I'll give it's a decent point about Magneto has to be white because his origin is based on him being a Holocaust survivor. So that means, you know, of course he's Jewish. So you have a better argument with saying Giancarlo Esposito can't be Magneto because Magneto's a Holocaust survivor. Now, people, once again, who make more money than me can maybe figure out a way to make that work because Namor is now Latin American. Well, Latin. He's not American at all. He's just straight Latin. Um, and I never would have came up with that. And now it just seems fucking genius um, that he's, you know, that he's Latin. Uh, so, but at the same time, Namor's origin wasn't tied to his race. So there was more leeway there into now turning around and saying, well, Namor is Latin. Which, knowing Marvel and how they work with comic books and films, they're probably going to make him Latin from now on out. They're probably say, yep, he's been Latin this whole time. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm waiting on it, actually. I'm looking to buy that issue. Because as soon as, it, <laughs> as soon as, before Marvel bought everything back from Fox, when uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch popped up in Age of Ultron, you know they weren't mutants. They quickly made it. They weren't Magneto's kids in the comic books. So I I bought that comic book. It was a pretty good issue as well. So I mean, now they've gone back and said they are because they got the rights back. But once again, Marvel Marvel comics and Marvel films go hand in hand at times. So yes, be, don't be surprised when they more pops up as Latin in the very very near future in the comic books. When he's a, when he's a whole Mexican. <laughs> Motherfucker's hundred hundred years old. The motherfucker's been Mexican the whole time. We just. <laughs> And ever said he's been around for a hundred years. They but they ain't said not one time about him being Latin. But now look at him. But um, yeah, the, I hate. To me, it's always interesting when the race uh, conversation of comic books comes out because ninety eight percent of comic book characters, one aren't getting their race swapped, and the main thing for me is none of these characters are real. Who gives a fuck? Like I just never understood. Like bro, 
Once again, they're not making a Martin Luther King film <laughs> with and Martin Luther King. Kev- and casting Kevin Costner as MLK. They're not doing that. Uh, like, yeah, like I don't. Not- yeah, I don't like. I don't understand that. Um, and so, it it's just an interesting argument. But yeah, I want to hear about your interaction with that with the, uh, the, the 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 guy who made the post. All right, so uh, my whole inter- like I said, my initial comment was basically saying like like Are you really this hurt about this? Like these characters are not real. And you know, he went with the with the day old assumption. Well, I, I, I tell I, I could tell you don't read comic books. Like y'all love assuming somebody doesn't read comic books because they don't care the same way that you care. Like I I just don't care, bro. It's a fictional character, so why am I going to put all this stock into it? And I'm somebody who preaches about representation matters, and let's get more black representation in these films and in comic books. I'm all for that. And I love hollering, and, and you know, I said, I, you know, I said, I, you know, people, where is where the comment? I just pull the comment up. Let me find, let me find it real quick. And while you do that, I just want to say, remember a time. I mean, most of us don't because it happened so long ago. But you have to remember that most major comic book characters and their creators were made by white people. That's why most of them are white. So yes, it only makes sense that now these comic book characters who have been around for damn near hundred years can have different races because it's not 19 fucking 43. So yes, it, it's, uh, it's okay for them to be different fucking races. Yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody said that on the post, like they're literally correcting things that should have been done. Like when these characters were originally created, but like you said, since these were made by, since Superman was made by two Jewish white guys, he's white. Yeah. They made, they made Superman in their image. So like, Yeah. Bruh's white, but and, can and not, Superman be black? Yes. And not just that. I think we, we said this years ago. They're not, like, making Peter Parker black. They're just giving somebody else the mantle. Miles Morales is a whole new character. They're making new characters and giving them mantles. Like, they're not... He didn't have an issue, he didn't have an issue with that. Like, a mantle being handed over. He didn't have an issue with that. He had an issue with, like, basically if they're in the movie or a show, that they cast a black actor... For this, and like he had the picture of uh, Anna Joop, who plays Starfire on Titans, and somebody pointed out, like, yo, she's a fucking alien. Like, her, she's neither white or black, so it really <laughs> doesn't matter who plays her, bro. Her, like in the comic books, her skin is literally orange, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Who like who played her? I don't think people would have been mad if it was a white woman that played her. And well, people were mad that Anna Joop was uh, casted as her, but. I didn't see why. I said the same thing. Like, nigga, Tamarad ain't even a real planet. Like, what y'all crying for? Yeah, exactly. But my initial yeah, comment agree. was, why does race of a fictional of fictional characters gives people britches in a bunch? Are y'all really that hurt? And he responded with, yes, we are, and that's why I made posts about it. I guess you don't care for accuracy in comic books. You read, oh, my fault, you must not read any. I ain't going to go through the whole shit. But, like, I basically went to the point, like, bro, I just don't care. It's not that big of a deal. Um, And he went on to go and point out, like, you know, why do we have to continuously get a Superman? Or why does Superman have to be casted? Why would he be casted black when we have an When DC literally has Icon. Like, why won't they make an Icon movie? And another admin in the group jumped in and was like, well, bro, you know why. Like, Hollywood is scary and they're unoriginal. Like, you're not going to see icon or many characters from the milestone universe in film or on tv because like warner brothers is warner brothers is basically some bitches and they're not gonna cast <laughs> all of these they're not gonna cast all of these black characters and put them on screen it's not that they're not profitable because milestone has for years has been shown to be profitable and he was like the only person with a fighting chance they really it could happen to is static which it's been a static live action movie in Talks for years. They even mentioned static live action movie on um, the Milestone documentary on HBO Max. I don't know if that confirms that the movie is coming, but they mentioned it. But, like, he's the only one. And that says to me, just as Hollywood always shows you, we're only going to really let one of y'all in here. Yeah. And we already chose it as static. He already had to hit animated series. And he's probably the bestseller of Milestone. And... He was one of the few milestone characters integrated into the greater DC uh, universe. The other is Icon and Rocket. So, like, we can only do one of y'all, and that's Hollywood. 
and that has to change in Hollywood. But my whole point was, why we can't have both? Why can't we have Icon, and why can't Superman be black? Once again, Superman is a fucking alien from a fictitious planet. Who the fuck cares what race he is? Like, he's not, he's just, he's not real. He could be black, he could be white, he could be purple, he could be green. Like, it don't really, it doesn't really matter. And my whole point was, like, instead of you doing all of this, like, just take, like, not take what we get, but, like, bro, if they want to make Professor Xavier black, if they want to make, fuck, if they, hell, if they want to make fucking Wolverine black, I'm all fucking for it because black folks in Canada, <laughs> we've been experimented on. We like why is that not a black story? Is that not a black story? The story of black people in North America, like, like y'all argue, y'all argue. People bring that up and just be arguing about the stupid shit. That's it's actually, just like, bro. Oh, so. That's actually kind of genius. And before I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna touch back on the Wolverine being black, but before I do that, let me just say, if that ever happened, not only would I be in the theater opening night, I'd get it the first fucking showing. I would live just to see people's reaction to Wolverine being black. But you are 100 percent correct because think about Wolverine's origin. The man grew up on a plantation, damn near, and his father was the help. But the his the guy who raised him, whose last name he had, was not his actual father. And he became mutant that way. Like I said, he was running through Canada in the wilderness. Ends up joining the army because he has nothing else better to do. Um, and like I said, ends up getting experimented on. That's some nigga shit. And did black and did and did not enslave people run where to the for north, freedom to Canada? To, thank you. The shit. So like, if you, that you happens, can, you, you this can make is him believable. You, you can make him half black because you can say, "Well, the groundskeeper." Because well, keep in mind, Wolverine was born in the 1800s. So you can make the groundskeeper that impregnated uh, Wolverine's mother, you can make him black, Wolverine can be half black. It, it's very simple. It's like, come on, bro. Come on. Like, I just think when these arguments come up, I just be thinking, like, y'all worried about the wrong shit. I swear to God. Y'all are worried thing. about the wrong shit. If they come up, they go, somebody owe me a check. I'm going to say, I'm going <laughs> to stop playing the fucking lottery. So, nigga, tell me the numbers, bro, because, <laughs> boy, this is, I mean, like I said, you know, Fuck, that's good actually. That, is, that that's one of those things like, bro, Bobby, y'all could y'all really could have made Wolverine have black and nobody would say he could just be light skinned, like, yeah. But like, I just I I forgot what my point what what else I was gonna say, but I just think people argue about the wrong stuff. Like, if we fighting for more representation, yeah, can they make new characters? Yeah, they can make new characters, but let's keep it a buck. Are y'all really gonna run out there and support the new characters? Cause that's quit acting like it hasn't been new characters made before, and then, and they just flopped. Yeah, and they just flopped. But when you make a Jaime Reyes take up the mantle of Blue Beetle, cause Ted Cord is dead. Hey, I read this. He's he's what? He's a Hispanic teenager. I read this. I'm familiar with Blue Beetle. Somebody else is taking up the mantle and has a scare up. I'm with it. And now look at Jaime Reyes. He's huge. Nobody even remembers Ted Cord's white ass. Yeah. When you have Sam Wilson take up an established mantle like Captain America, it's intriguing. I want to see what Sam Wilson will be like as Captain America. And why can't Sam Wilson be Captain America? Are we not, are black people not like, are we not apt to take up a role of Captain America? Are we not Americans? Because then it comes that argument is when y'all get mad about that bullshit. Because let's not act like y'all didn't do it when they came out with Captain, when they came out with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm just getting tired of motherfuckers who are in their 30s, 40s, and beyond having opinion on characters who have more of an influence on children than they do. Um, my kids, my sons are 8 and 10. If they see Captain America is black, their mind doesn't automatically go to, well, you know, when he debuted during World War II, he was white. They don't give a shit about none of that. They just see like, oh, okay, cool. That's what's up. Like, that's, and that's, you know, this is some, this is a lesson that we learned from that first uh reboot of Ghostbusters that came out with all those women. Uh, me and Fresh have gone on record as saying we actually enjoy that movie. Uh, I really do. I watched it the other day. <laughs> was it better than Afterlife? No. I watched Afterlife the other day. Afterlife is still a really good movie. They're both really good movies. But Kevin Smith, who was somebody I don't always agree with, I, I respect him and he is a legend, but I, was, I don't always agree with his direct directoring choices. Um, <laughs> uh, he said that. He's like, yo, he, it took him going to the movies with his daughter to go see Ghostbusters to see other little girls dressed as Ghostbusters and realize, wait a minute, this isn't for me. Um, so, yeah, when y'all complain about race changes, just remember they're not making these changes because they want to appease your 45-year-old ass. They're doing it to appease the children who now 
will carry on the fandom after all of us have gotten old enough because we all get to a place, we all like these comic books and characters when we were younger. And if, if you're black and complaining about this, it's mind-boggling to me because we grew up in a time, especially in the 90s, when most of these characters were fucking white. I ended up liking Spawn simply because he was black. I didn't know who the fuck Spawn was. I just saw a black superhero. I was like, let, let's go. Um, and so, you know, we, just like Kevin Smith said with Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters made us feel a way as children. That was fucking dope. So, you know, when you get older and you're in your 40s and 30s, and you see, you know, the one with women, you're like, oh, this doesn't give me the same feelings I felt when I was six. Man, get, go on somewhere. So, as yeah. As we said, as we said uh, when that movie came out, and we said before when we were in earlier days of the podcast, we have emotional attachments to these things. Yeah. So when you see it, when you see a Ghostbusters, and you see it now as all women, you're like, no, 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 where's Peter Vankman at? Like, well, bro, you remember that from when you was a child and when you first watched the movie. But, like, women can be Ghostbusters, too, bro. Like, they can be smart. They can be scientists. They can do all that shit that them fools did in their first movie, in them first two movies. Which like, is funny because it's, it's not a crime. Which is funny because in Afterlife, two of the new Ghostbusters end up being women any damn way. So, <laughs> and, none of, and none of y'all said shit. They say shit about it. None of y'all said shit. Oh, because Ivan Reitman did it. His son, his son did it. Yeah. So, like, but none of y'all said a, none of y'all said a damn thing. So that, that that was funny. I said, I think we said that when it came out. I said, it'd be two women in damn way, you jackasses. <laughs> didn't really, it didn't work out the way. <laughs> and also, another point that I made on the post was, and my comment was, something that I continue to make and will continue to make, and that Kevin Feige has made. This is a totally different universe. These movies are a totally different universe than what is in the comics. If you want all of that 80, 60 plus years of history of these characters, read the comic books. Facts. Read the comic books, but when they making these movies, this is a totally different universe, and I go into it knowing that this is a totally different universe. Do that. I think the only gripe, the only not gripe, but the only one I think I gave him a, that he had a point with was Valkyrie, and I only said Valkyrie because I was like, all right, Thor and all of that is steeped in Norse mythology, and so yeah, all them people is white, so cool. Grace Wild Valkyrie. Well, I don't it, really care because I enjoy looking at Tessa Thompson, but that's the only one I can see you getting away with, Magneto. But eh, I still don't care. <laughs> I yeah. still don't care, bro. I, it's, I don't care. Valkyrie's a black woman. Uh, she said a uh, a gay black woman at that. But I don't really care, bro. Like I don't care that Tessa Thompson is Valkyrie. They could have casted anybody as Valkyrie. I'm glad they did Tessa Thompson, but – like, but yeah, but yeah, black, I, I got to quit caring so much. There's black people in uh, Asgard because Idris Elba was there. Very true. So. And they, they didn't seem to care about that and didn't seem to care that his origin was changed because in the comic book, he's smooth, Lady Sif's brother. But y'all didn't say a, a bitch-ass thing about that. But I think the comic book did, too. Lady Sif is running <laughs> at, uh, the Rainbow Bridge. So, <laughs> But y'all didn't say nothing. But let, let the rumor come out about... Charles Xavier might be black. <laughs> Y'all run into a frenzy. Whatever, man. Whatever. Um, Barbara Gordon get casted by a black is casted as a black woman, and y'all mad as hell. Whatever. Like I said, it's not. It's not really for us. At the end of the day, it's for these kids. Uh, this is a new fandom that's being created, and I don't want my children to have to go through. And granted, it wasn't like I did like a like a you know life altering, hurtful thing to see so many white characters. Cause that's all we knew. But I don't want my my kids who now live in a different society to have to go through having to see all their favorite characters be fucking white. Yeah, or not be able to see themselves in abundance when they look on like when they read a comic book or, re, or look, watch a movie or watch a TV show. It's time. Everybody needs representation. It's time. Like, it matters. Trust me. It, it matters. So you know, fuck all that. Fuck all that dumb shit. What else? What else is on the agenda? Um. Oh, I, I meant to bring this up. Sandman. Since we ah yeah, Sandman came out. Sandman came out. I finished it. I tried. I I kind of rushed to finish it because I knew you would. Because you finish shows in like two hours. Because I'd be out here by myself and binging stuff. Be bored. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so I I finished it. Uh, thoughts on the show? I loved it. I loved it. This and this is coming from a person who did not read the books. I did not read the graphic novel. But shout out to Neil Gaiman. Um, I, but I enjoyed it and I think I enjoyed it so much because I did not, um, cause I didn't read the books. So I went into this knowing who Sandman was, knowing the mythology, but not having this deep, intricate knowledge of 
the character from reading the book. But I enjoyed it. I understand why it took so damn long watching I, the show. I see why it took so long to make that show. <laughs> yeah, it is visually. It is um, one of those shows where, without the uh, advancement of special effects, it could never happen. Um, all the different worlds in it. So, for those of you that don't know, Sandman is a show, Netflix show based off a comic book of the same name, about Morpheus, the god of dreams, um, and his adventures throughout the different realms, whether it be hell, uh, the realm of desire, his siblings' desire, desire, death, despair, despair, and uh, uh, I think that's it. It's on three, destiny, three destiny. Um, his adventures. Um, you know, trying to navigate those different worlds, and of course, our world, Earth. Um, so the show is about the, the. It's, it's based, like I said, it's based on a comic book, and it starts off with the first story of the comic book, where uh, Morpheus, who was A.K. Sandman, gets abducted by a man trying to, actually, kidnap Death to bring back his dead son. And so from there, the story begins. With, of course, Morpheus getting out and trying to retrieve the items that were taken from him while he was locked up. He was locked up for hundred years, and so that is the basis of the show. Uh, like I said, it was really, really good. I will say to be critical, because that's what we're here for. It was hard to root for anybody in the show, only because most of the characters in the show were like superpowered beings who were more or less shit talking to Morpheus as opposed to actually fighting him. Um, so it wasn't it was one of those shows where it wasn't a clear person to root for. But that's not always a bad thing. Uh, my comic friends Jordan and Daniel on their podcast mentioned Winning Time was a similar show where it was really hard to root for anybody on there because everybody on there was a fucking asshole, um, <laughs> which was true. <laughs> but you still enjoyed it. It was still a great show. It was just like, damn it. Was, it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It like, everybody here's an asshole. But um, Sandman was kind of similar. It wasn't no asshole, but just like, it's not really like a. It's like a it's not, Sandman's not like Spider Man. was like, yo, this is life or death. This is. If he don't get it figured out, it's over for him. It's like he's gonna find it. This dude's a fucking god of dreams. He controls dreams and nightmares. There's nothing gonna happen to him. Yeah, when as he was searching for his his tools that he lost while being um, imprisoned for a century by Jamie Lannister's once, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I never once, I never once thought that like ah he's not gonna retrieve his stuff. He's not gonna he's not gonna not he's not gonna not get his helmet. He's not yeah. gonna not get his sand back. Like I always figured like. He's going to get it. It might take a while, but he's going to get it. He's not going to not get his ruby back. He, he's going to end up getting it. Yeah. But I, I did I did enjoy it. I enjoyed uh, the character, the Corinthian. Um, I enjoyed the, the gender swap of John Constantine, who is in the show is Joanna Constantine. Joanna Constantine. But and they explained, Neil Gaiman explained they did that because Constantine now is so ingrained in D.C., the D.C. universe that they really want to establish that the show Sandman has nothing to do with the DC Universe. And you mentioned that you had never read the comic books. I did, but by the time I got to the Sandman comic books, it's when, it's when they, DC got a hold of it and started trying to throw in DC characters. Gotcha. So I don't know this Sandman where he's completely devoid of any type of DC connection. Even Neil Gaiman said he didn't want the DC connections ever, but of course DC owns the rights to Sandman, so he couldn't. The same way that Watchmen are now starting to pop up throughout the DC universe. I'm pretty sure, like we always say, Alan Moore is somewhere in a cave cussing out the, cussing out the darkness. Ah, <laughs> matey, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> but uh, um, so yeah, I started reading Sandman when he was, you know, like I said, Batman and shit started popping up. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> they gonna put Batman somewhere, aren't they? Batman and Swamp Thing. I was like, I guess, whatever. But um, uh, well, all right, all right. I so, got you, I got you. yeah, that gender swap for Constantine on the show because they didn't want people to be like, oh shit, it's the Legend of Tomorrow pop up. Be like, no, 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 they're not. Don't even think about it. <laughs> no, the hell they're not. Because uh, even they, well, I mean that is true. Because like after the show, the Constantine show was canceled. Like they even brought like the guy uh, Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan, yeah, to even voice. John Constantine in the animated movies, and he would pop up in Legends of Tomorrow. So, yeah, um, he's, he's gonna. He's also doing the voice of Constantine on the Harley Quinn show. So, <laughs> Matt Ryan gonna keep a check from Constantine. Facts. He said, "Look, y'all canceled the show before I was ready. I'm gonna keep getting these Constantine checks." <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, that's why they gender swapped her. Gender swapped him on the show and made him a woman on the Sandman show. But and it worked. And then too, like even because Lucifer. The show Lucifer is loosely based off Sandman, but that show is more of like a romantic comedy kind of thing, mm-hmm. which Neil Gaiman said that's why we gender swapped Lucifer and Sandman because we didn't want y'all confusing him with the show that was on Fox and then eventually Netflix. And that show also integrated itself into DC Universe because apparently during uh, Christ on Infinite Earths, Luke, the guy that played Lucifer popped up on that damn show. 
He did. So, so yeah, Neil Gaiman basically saying, we don't want DC to have anything to do with this. So don't expect any DC characters <laughs> pop up. Y'all name, will be in, y'all name will be in the credits, but that is about it. Yeah, which shout out to DC for letting them do that. Although, knowing comic book uh, companies, if that show continues to be successful like it seems to be, mm-hmm. one of the top Netflix shows currently, I wouldn't be surprised. DC said, you know, we could just, we could just you know, slide, you know. Slide the Justice League dark in there a little bit. <laughs> nigga, no. I, I can definitely see them trying to do that. Slide, you know, I can make, definitely. Make, make some references in there. Like, nigga, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> drop some, drop a couple Easter eggs in here somewhere. Like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, Next thing you know, Ed, Edrigan the demon going to pop up. I'm saying. They're going to mention him and shit. Like, man, you know, DC going be like, no, look, look, look. We like you, Neil. You know we fucks with you. We know we fucks with you. We had Justin Lee Dark come movie coming out like two years. You know, we can just little Easter egg, little Easter eggs. Like, no. You got something good here. We can make it even better. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> just so yeah, now, nah, but if but uh, I enjoy, I enjoyed it though. It was it was a great it was a great show. And Death is Black. She was black. Which I don't know what that that really means, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure some hotel brothers are gonna figure out something to say about. We that. was kings. Yeah, see, nah. what, see, see what they trying to say about about black folks? We death. Man, you can't. I, mean, that's, that's, I hope not. That's a bad argument because Death was the wisest person on the damn show. She was the only Man, one. Had, t- had the most sense. She was the only one telling like, bro, like it's not that. Like we, these humans are like we're partners with them. We're not just running them. Like these, we kind of need like, we, them. Like we need them. Yeah, she was. She was on the whole. We exist because of them. Like it's not they exist because of us. We exist because of them. We need them. It's not the other way around. Yeah, exactly. Basically telling him, like, the reason I am the way I am is because when you're coming to this world, you're born to a comforting face, and I want to be that comforting face when you leave as well. Like, Real shit? I get that. Yeah. When you took on your jaw, John, it wasn't like that in the Crossroads video, but... <laughs> but uh, I fucked with it, though. I fu- it was a very enjoyable and easy-to-follow show, it was. surprisingly. It was. There were times where I was kind of confused on the main core of the story. Because at first I'm like, okay, this whole season is going to be about him trying to get his tools back and stopping uh, the guy from Harry Potter, the evil guy from Harry Potter. Um, yeah. Um, who was he in? Uh, what was his name in Harry Potter? He, I can't he was, remember now. I forgot who he was, but he was working with Voldemort, as I remember. I thought he I was. Can't remember what, I can't remember what his name was. And he was uh, Ares in Wonder Woman. Yeah, he was Ares in Wonder Woman. He sure was. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, so at first I was like, "That's going to be the you know the the central, uh, the, the central plot of the story." And then that went away in like episode five. I'm like, oh, "Never mind, <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping this thing rocking." And then, yeah. it, and then it turned into him trying to figure out uh, the vortex, which is I guess is a human born with basically his powers, uh, which was once again another black woman. There was a lot of black people on that show. I, I fucks with it. Shout out to Neil Gaiman. And I liked that Desire was was trans. That was dope. I did. I did. I thought that. I, it, Desire reminded me of him from Powerpuff Girls. I didn't watch Powerpuff Girls. I don't know who the fuck him is. Uh, well, him was the very ambiguous character on Powerpuff Girls where you didn't know if it was a woman or a man, and it had cra- it had crab pinchers as hands. It was kind of uh, weird, but... The only villain I know on Powerpuff Girls is Mojo Jojo. Yeah, because he always got his ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did but he re- Desire reminded me of him. So I, I thought that was cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That was dope. And then despair was <laughs> a fat white woman <laughs> looking all rough and shit. Like damn. I found that hilarious. That was funny. That was funny. Like death was this cool black woman, the black outfit on, walking around talking to people and shit. And I said desire was the trans, the trans person. Despair was that fat white woman, sweaty white woman. <laughs> Uh, what, I, they didn't show Destiny, did they? They didn't show Destiny, but show I, I Destiny. imagine the next season we probably will see Destiny. And shout out to Gwendolyn Christie. She, I, I liked her as, she as was uh, the devil, as Lucifer. I, Lucifer. I, fucked, I fucked with it. I fucked that was with dope. It. How calm and collective she was, even when she was, got beat. She was that, 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 That's how you imagine the devil is, like some, you know, like one of those, like, eh, I mean, you know, y'all can do what y'all want. I'm going I'm to win in the end, but hey, man. <laughs> I'm going I'm to get, get my leg back. I'm going to get my leg back. You got it, you know. Hey, ain't seen the wild down here, Morpheus. You know, I don't fuck with you still, but go on here, have a seat. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, them even mentioning that, like, the devil is more powerful than the king of dreams. So, like, the devil ain't really, I ain't really worried, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to come for you. You already know I'm going to come I'm gonna for you. I'm going to get my leg back. And then when that uh, demon at the end tried to check him, tell him, you know, the, the generals of hell, don't, we feel a way about what happened. She was like, hey, man, I don't even worry about it. I got it. I hear you, but trust me, I got 
I got some tricks up these sleeves. And that's more of a also a nod to the comic books because in the comic books, I forgot the name of that demon, Ezreal. Ezreal is uh, was the original uh, leader of hell until Lucifer fell from heaven. And so they're little. They have a little like thing between. Kind of, well, he's he's he basically he was talking shit to her because he was like, "Bitch, remember I used to run this, making your shit together before I take it back over." I still got the cloud out in these streets. You know what I'm saying? I can still walk ahead. These niggas, they they listen to me, so I need you to, I need you to get with it. God damn it. Um, but yeah, no, it was a really really good show. Really good show. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna get a second season. If I'm one, pretty sure it will. Netflix is known for canceling shows, but Netflix is also known for letting shows run too goddamn long. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure to get a second season. Uh, yeah, I'm look if they. I'm pretty sure it will too, and I'm looking forward to the second season because I mean the first one was, was just so good. So I mean, and now let's as, go. As we get to the end of the show, we can talk about what's coming up. Uh, the trailer for the Wednesday show drops, which is coming on Netflix soon. Wednesday is based on Wednesday Adams, of course, of the Adams family. Uh, the one tweet I saw that stuck out to me was by Shay Serrano. Serra- Shay Serrano, uh, when he tweeted that <laughs> the best part of the trailer of him was now the confirmation that the Adams family is Latino. <laughs> so, <laughs> to be honest with you, it I makes sense. They always were. I thought I always thought they were. It in hindsight, yes, yes. Maybe it, because it, of, the, of having uh, uh, from the movies. His name is escaping me for some who? reason. From the, the live action movies, yeah, Raul 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 Julia, yeah, Raul Julia, I, Angelica Houston was Morticia, uh, Christopher Lloyd was Uncle Fester. He's not Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Christina uh, Ricci was Wednesday. I forgot who played Pugsley. I don't yeah, know. The, the white yeah, I, th- I don't think he's been anything since. That's why I don't know who <laughs> kid to play Pugsley. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, I, I always just because he was Gomez, I, I, and his name was Gomez. Yeah, that's that's that's. that's <laughs> Yeah. To me, that was just a dead giveaway. Was like, is, yeah. like I, I just assumed that they were just Latino. It's, so it's one of those where cool when you, when you like with this show is kind of more obvious, but looking back, it's like it's kind of was always there. Yeah, so like it was kind of always. But I guess, but the guy that wrote the Adams family is based is based off of his last name was Adams. He's white, so that's probably. And I think the the more Latino leaning version came from the live the nineties live action films, because if you look at the original show from like the seventies, uh, it wasn't as obvious. Because they were played by white characters, but then the live about action. The monster? You talking about the monsters? No, the Adam Family was a show at first. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know. Uh, I'm trying to be funny because the monsters, the monsters had a show or a movie coming out that. Yeah, you that know. nobody, nobody's gonna see. <laughs> I look, man. I, 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 man, I don't care if we have to fight when we see each other. Because I'm gonna say it out loud. Stop supporting Rob Zombie movies because they always suck. Anytime I see him, oh, you talking about the general public? Because I was about to say I'm not a, the biggest Rob Zombie. No, fan. I just like he has. I know he has that monsters movie coming out that. He announced it and was hyped, hyping everybody up for it. The next thing you know, Netflix says, now nah, we just put it out on Netflix. Don't even, don't even worry about going to the theater to see it. Like, bro, Rob Zombie movies suck. Like, stop supporting his, him. I thought his Michael Myers movies was trash, too, so. I've never you know. seen a good Rob. The House of a Thousand Corpses was trash. He should be flailed in the streets for what he did to Halloween. Like, stop supporting Rob Zombie. He did House of a Thousand Corpses? Yes, that was his first huh. big movie. I guess like, that's why I didn't like it. <laughs> shit was fucking, like, he just does too goddamn much. I know this monster movie is going to be doing too goddamn much. Like, Turn it no. The anyway, monsters was the monsters was the great value Adam family anyway. Exactly, and we have the Adam family still, so I don't need to see that. But yes, the, the show actually looks very very good. Um, I forgot the guy's name was playing Gomez, but he's funny. Um, Catherine Zeta Jones is playing Morticia. Uh, oh, I'm rocking with it. Oh, I'm rocking with it. I like Catherine Zeta. Yeah, I don't, they will not say who play who was playing Uncle Fester. By the time the show comes out, maybe they'll announce it, or by the time the next episode we do, they'll announce it. But they're intentionally not telling us who's playing Uncle Fester, so I'm guessing it's somebody big. I was about to say, I mean, it's, it more than likely means it's somebody big. Uh, Tim Burton's behind the show. He directed four episodes, which means there's not going to be any black people in the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tim Burton, we got to have a conversation, my boy. Tim Burton has openly said he does not put black people in his movies because he does not envision them when he's creating them. We got to have a conversation, my boy. Even if that means we got to have to throw some throw some hands, we have to have a conversation, my boy. There will be no black people on this show. But uh, Gwendolyn Christine, who we just talked about playing Lucifer on uh, Sandman, she's playing. Looks like she's playing the principal of whatever school Wednesday goes to. Um, but I'm excited. I didn't see Lurch in the trailer. Lurch is one of my favorite Adam Family's characters. You know, hey, gotta get my man is, Lurch some uh, love. Is uh the thing in it? The thing hand? is in it. Thing is in it. Yeah, uh, I saw got that. You, got you, thing got is you, got in it. Okay, okay, okay. It's funny because. We, I say this, we can move on. So much is drawn 
from the Addams Family live action movies in the 90s, then the actual comic book strip from the 30s, and the actual show from the 70s. Because the thing, the hand, the thing in the comic book and in the show never moved. It was always the hand in the box. But then when special effects take, you know, advance, when the live action movie comes out, thing is all over the damn house. Delivering the baby and all kind of shit going on. Um, Lurch talking was more of a 90s thing, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and having him do more than just stand around the house and open the door. So it's, 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 I like the fact, because once again, m- for most of us, we, the live action is the Adams Family. Mm-hmm. I had the tape, this is how long it was, I had the VHS of the show because my mom bought it for me. I rarely ever watched it, I'm like, this is, I like the movie. I did not like it at all. <laughs> there was like one set, they never went no damn where. Um, you know, so, but the movies really set the template for the Adams Family going forward. So it seems like the show is going to be like that. It's gonna, I mean, the movies were highly enjoyable. Like you, you putting Wednesday in a new school around normal kids or kids that act like her is interesting because in Adam's family values, they sent they Wednesday and Pubsley at that summer, summer camp. camp. <laughs> so it's, you always want to see like, how do the kids react to other kids, especially when other kids try to be funny. And the trailer showed her feeding, uh, putting a bag of piranhas inside a pool with, with the swim team because they made fun of Pugsley. She said, the only person allowed to torture my brother is me. So that, you know, that makes the, they're like, okay, yeah, I got, I got to watch this. That's some wild shit to do, though, bro. <laughs> you go put some piranhas in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> no, damn, where them saltwater fish can't survive in there. But, I mean, go off. <laughs> it's a show, man. It's a show. It's a show. Um, uh, by the time the next episode comes out, She-Hulk will be have, will have the first episode of She-Hulk, She-Hulk will have yeah. been released. Um, people are still complaining about the CGI. And I saw somebody in a Facebook group complaining about, one, the CGI, and two, her breaking the fourth wall and saying, yo, what the hell is that? Uh, in which somebody referred to clearly said, uh, "Tell me you don't tell me you don't read comic books without telling me you you don't read comic books." And they con- went they commenced to putting up panels from the comic book where she breaks the fourth wall, and it was like Deadpool doesn't didn't corner the market on this. She actually was doing it before she was doing Deadpool. it before Deadpool because she was out well before Deadpool. Like yeah. where like and breaking the fourth wall isn't some new thing. They've been doing this in TV and in, yeah. and in movies. Like it's not a Concept that Deadpool created, like that Rob Leefield created with Deadpool. Like, stop that. Like, yeah, I agree. I'm looking forward to the show just to see how, honestly, how bad or how good that it is. Not the CGI. I'm really not really worried about the CGI, but just to see how good the show or how bad the show is. But I'm still watch it regardless because, as you said, kind of Marvel has it to where you kind of got to watch this stuff because you know it's going to lead. Into something, to something else. else. And I heard there's going to be a definitive question about the future of the MCU answered in She-Hulk. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I don't have the biggest, you know, hope for it, but um, I, I, I'm going to watch it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna and Daredevil's it. popping up, so I got to see it. I got to see oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah, the return of Daredevil. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I got, I got to see that. He's apparently will be in the yellow suit this time. Don't know how I feel about that, but I mean, whatever. I'm still. Gonna watch <laughs> I didn't really, it. I didn't really care for the yellow suit, but I right, go off. <laughs> yeah, go off. I just know well, Daredevil. Yeah. I heard the Daredevil in there is gonna be more lighthearted because people are so used to seeing him being all dramatic from the Netflix show. So it's gonna be more of a lighthearted, you know, jokey joke Daredevil. Which once again, people complain about. I know they're gonna make him have all the jokes in the world, and somebody else pointed like, why do y'all hate humor? So much. And yeah, like, he, they they crack they a, crack jokes in the comic books, like, and they crack jokes on the show. They just. We're a little, little, little more darker on the darker tone show, but like, like humor has been in this shit for a while. I do have a question though about the Echo show, and I keep seeing it on uh, Instagram because Daredevil was supposed to be in that as well. How do Echo and Daredevil gonna communicate? She's deaf and he's blind. I bet you Matt Mur- Mac Murdock knows sign language. I bet you he knows it. I probably I wouldn't be surprised. Be- and I also remember Daredevil; you. he can see. He just can't see like we do. He can still he can see vibrations and sound waves. Yeah. So. You can see a movie, yeah. But anyway, um, but yeah, that's it. Um, I was going to we, I was going to be talking about House of Dragon, new Game of Thrones show, but by, it won't be out by the time the next show comes out. Yeah. Oh, um, real quick, Paper Girls is on Amazon Prime. Um, it's a real good show. It was enjoyable. Um, if it does well enough, it'll get a second season because the end of the the end of the first season leads to. Like there's more to be, more adventures to be had. So hopefully it gets a second season. Um, old girl that played the 20 year old Tiffany in the future, whoo, don't know her name, but she was fine. 
She I'll be checking. Gorgeous. I'll be checking she that was, out. She was gorgeous. I'll be checking that out. Um, but yeah, that is those damn combo guys. We'll see you guys hopefully next week. Once again, we are busy people. Busy, we'll busy, do, busy. We'll and next week what's what's the, i don't know what's next. hopefully we like he said hopefully we see we'll how see next something, week man. something will happen by then but all right man talk to you later all right man i'm out